Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fresh and Friendly Farms. Thanks for joining the podcast today. We are going to be talking about some problems that you have with your garden. Um, I live up on the North Shore of Long Island, New York. I'm in Zone 7A, and these are just some problems that in the past few years that I've been doing organic gardening that I've experienced, and I bet that some of you have as well. So I'm going to go over a few things today and we'll talk about it and then if you have any questions send me a message. I'd be happy to answer any questions that I can. So without further ado, let's get into today's podcast. The first problem that I've experienced um, a few times, especially with my tomato plants, is blossom and rot. It looks like the plant is healthy, but as the tomatoes start to ripen, there's like this black, ugly patch that takes over and looks like it's gonna eat the tomato. So um, it's just, it looks very like leathery. And when you try to cut it off and eat the tomato, it looks just gross and it's not a good thing. So what causes it? Um, It's because the plants aren't getting enough calcium. So there's a little trick that I learned from Roots and Refuge Farm, and you can check them out on YouTube. Um, When you're planting your tomato transplants in the beginning of your garden season, take an egg and put it in the hole, crack the egg open, put the tomato plant in, put the dirt back on top of it. That's gonna allow for enough calcium for your tomato plants to hopefully not ever get blossom and rot. Um, And you also just wanna check your pH in your soil make sure it's not too low um if your ph is too low your plants are not going to absorb the calcium um so they they need a good balance of ph and calcium in order for them to grow and not get blossom and rot um also you have to make sure of your watering habits any uneven type of watering habits can also contribute um, to the problem and when it's really hot outside Sometimes there's something you can do about it. It just happens. Um, But what can you do about it? Like I said, there's the egg trick and checking your pH. And just start with the soil test. See where your levels are at before you start adding or taking away anything. And then make sure you know exactly what problem you're facing and how to fix it. Um, Like I said, just make sure you're watering your plants regularly at the same time, around the same time every day just to make sure that you know they're getting an even application of the water um another thing that we experience is blossom drop so what is it it's when you get flowers on your tomato plants but they fall off without ever developing fruit um so fluctuation in temperature can cause this and if you live in maybe my zone or north of me, this might be a problem for you. Um, When it drops down to really, really cool at night and it's really, really hot during the day, your tomatoes are kind of confused and they're like, what do I do? Do I grow? Do I not grow? So this is is the result of that. Um, It also can be um, a nitrogen imbalance and a lack of pollination. So my suggestion when you're growing your garden is make sure you grow something that the pollinators love in the garden with your tomato plants and your other vegetables. 
Um, I have sunflowers in my garden. I have catnip in my garden. I have different herbs. I have some flowers, uh, some bachelor's button mix. I have some cosmos. So this way you're gonna attract those butterflies, those bees, even birds sometimes, even though us gardeners don't really like birds in our garden, but sometimes they help. They're gonna go ahead and pollinate the rest of your garden if there's something to initially attract them to it. So that's just a little tip. Um, and neem oil. I use neem oil as a insecticide and um, it's organic and I spray it on the, the garden at nighttime. It's a mixture of I think like one tablespoon to one gallon or something like that. I'm not really sure, you'd have to look it up. Um, but you mix it with water in like, you know, a, a one or two gallon sprayer, depending how big your garden is. And you just spray it. I like to do it at night so it can sit on it. Um, and check your forecast before you do that as well, because if it's going to rain, there's no use in spraying neem oil. It's just going to wash it away. So um, that's, that's the blossom drop. Also, once you do start growing some fruit and you're looking at it and you notice some fruit cracks, um, these usually appear on ripe tomatoes. Um, and sometimes there's insects inside of there. So you wanna make sure that you're keeping on top of your garden, you're checking it daily, you're looking at the fruit. If it looks like it's cracking, but not severe, take it inside, let it ripen the rest of the way on your counter. Um, you know, it could be anything from really hot, rainy weather or, you know, watering the leaves of the plant sometimes will, you know, attribute to that as well. You're watering the fruit directly. You want to make sure when you water, you're watering the roots and trying your best not to water the rest of the plant. Concentrate on the roots. Um... What else can we talk about here? Um, sunburn. Your plants can get sunburn. It's actually called uh, sun scald. Uh, what it looks like is just like your plants look like they're developing normally and then all of a sudden they get like yellow patches on their skin and on the leaves and they start turning white. They become really thin. That is sunburn. What can we do about it? Well, we want to make sure that they're supported very well. Um, tomatoes shouldn't be lying on the ground. We want to pick everything up. We want to make sure that we're pruning. We want to make sure that um, we are providing some type of shade when you're right at the peak of you know summer and it's hot out every day and the sun is just beaming down without any mercy. Provide a little bit of shade for your tomato plants, and that should help to prevent sun scald. Um, and then you have things just like, you know, poor, poor fruit sets. And you might have a lot of flowers and not tomatoes, and because the tomatoes that you have, they're small or they're tasteless or, you know, things like that. So what causes it is too much nitrogen in the soil. Like I said before, you have to have a healthy balance do that soil test 
Um, so what it's going to do, it's going to encourage green leaves, but not many flowers. And if there's not enough flowers, there won't be enough tomatoes. Um, another cause may be planting tomatoes too close together. Tomatoes are self-pollinating, meaning that each flower contains both male and female parts. So the wind will typically pollinate tomatoes. So if you don't have a good um, airflow, go in there and just give them a light shake every now and then and let them just pollinate. And you just run your hands over them and, and that will help. Um, but you know, if the plants are too close together, the wind can't get through them and, and that's just what happens. It just causes you to have really tasteless tomatoes and after all the work that you do to get these started it would be so disappointing just to have something that didn't taste like anything like disappointment um so what do we do about it like i said just test your soil and if you're if you're tomato planting in the spring um leave at least two feet between each plant so that you know you can allow good air circulation and help with pollination um Let's see, what else, what else? Cat facing on tomatoes. Cat facing makes them look like they're deformed. Um, it's usually like bumpy and lumpy and it looks rippled. Um, so what, what causes the cat facing? Plants that are pollinated during cool evenings um, when the temperatures are around 50 to 55 degrees are subject to cat facing. So like I said, you have to make sure we're checking your weather um, more northern regions, I'm sure, face this problem a lot more than some other regions. Um, it just, I mean, it's still edible. It's just lumpy, bumpy, and cat-facing. So use your judgment, harvest them, cut them open, see what's going on. Um, Sometimes when you're planting your tomatoes too early in the season, that's what's going to happen. So what can we do about it? Maybe just follow your weather for your region and plant when it's safe after the frost. So you want to make sure that those temperatures consistently at night are in the 50s, 50 to 55. That's when you want to plant your tomatoes without danger of having um, any cat-facing or deformed tomatoes. Um, Another thing that I've experienced personally in my garden is leaf rolling. It just, it's just exactly what it says. It's when the leaves curl up, um, especially the older leaves near the bottom of the plants, they start curling up first. Um, sometimes it just takes over the whole plant and you can't save it. But um, what can you do about it? pruning. You want to make sure that you're pruning but not over pruning and you want to make sure that your soil is draining um, the excess water away. So we don't want puddles around the roots of your tomato plants. We want to make sure that the watering is on a consistent basis um, like we said before. Um, so really you just, just need to be aware of your watering and make sure that you know you're pruning but you're not taking too much off they need their leaves so you know just be careful when you're doing that um, the other thing is just some puffiness in your tomatoes you know that the tomato plant looks fine they're blooming everything is ripening but when the tomato is cut open the space inside is really big and there's not much fruit inside those might 
be, uh, you know, a victim of the puffiness. So they might have a weird square look outside. If your tomatoes ever have that squareness to them, chances are that they're almost kind of like a hollow, not much fruit inside that's puffiness. What can you do about it? Just make sure you're feeding your plants. Um, I have organic garden. I don't use any chemicals or anything like that in my garden. If I do use any type of fertilizer, it is a certified organic. So we just wanna make sure that we're composting. You can use a compost tea. You know, just make sure that your plants are fed and they're healthy and you can avoid that. It'll make them subject to be more meatier inside. Um, blight. What a disease. Okay, so you're gonna find brown spots on your tomato leaves. Um, starting with the older leaves and then each spot, it starts to develop a ring and it looks like a target and then leaves turn yellow and brown and then the whole leaf falls off and then eventually the plant will have like no leaves and it looks sick. Um, so what causes it? A fungus. Um, and this fungus lives in the soil over the winter. So if your plants have had problems before like this and you've planted tomatoes in the exact same spot, chances are the same thing is gonna happen to your plants next year. So you wanna make sure that you're rotating your crops, you're amending your soil, we're testing the soil before we start planting anything. These are all things that's gonna help to avoid um, blight. Um, and then we can also treat it with uh, neem oil, which acts as a, a fungicide, insecticide, and um, hope for the best. But any type of like a viral disease, it mainly attacks the tomatoes itself, and you might find just black spots on your tomatoes or like weird stripes on them that kind of look like stitches. Um, so don't get confused. These signs of disease are just like Sometimes these are just how some heirlooms look, so you want to make sure that you really do your research and you want to make sure that you diagnose your plants correctly. Um, what, why do they get these infections? Well, it has to do, a lot of viruses, they, split, they spread when the plants are stressed. So during the hottest part of the summer, you might start to experience some diseased plants because they're stressed out by the heat. Um, poor soil drainage. Um, so what can we do about it? Spray them with neem oil. Um, good soil management, use organic fertilizer, um, and just keep your plants healthy. And that's basically how you're gonna try to avoid any types of diseases that your plants will have. You have to be consistent. You have to really just keep up with your garden. It's a chore, but it's a chore of love, I swear. And it will be worth it in the end. Right now I have so many different things growing in my garden and my garden's just coming to life. And we picked um, a bunch of green beans and we had them for dinner the other night. And soon we'll be picking eggplants and peppers and tomatoes and squash and all kinds of things. So we're looking forward to pickling cucumbers. We're gonna pickle some of those green beans. We're gonna freeze a lot of things. We're gonna make sauce and we're going to can tomatoes and freeze tomatoes and we have so many plans for the garden and it really is just a, a labor of love and you go in there and you can get lost in your garden for hours but it's worth it so 
that's just going to wrap it up for me today, you guys. I wanted to share some of the different things that you can encounter while you're gardening and just know that it's okay. It's going to happen. It's Your garden is never going to be perfect. Everybody is still making mistakes. People who have been gardening for 30, 40, 50 years, they still make mistakes. Things still happen in their garden. It's a learning process. And I hope that you come along on this journey with me. I hope I could teach you a few things that I've experienced. And send me a message and tell me some things that you have experienced about, you know, problems in your garden, what zone you're in. I'd love to learn. And if you guys have any questions, please feel free to ask. Visit us on Instagram and Facebook, Fresh and Friendly Farms. We also have a Teespring store where you can buy some of our merchandise and a a portion of that does go to support our homestead. Uh, We try to use eco-friendly and organic products as much as possible with Teespring. And just um, share this podcast with your friends and family who are getting into gardening. This is the uh, agricultural revolution is really taking over. So I'm so happy that you guys have stuck around and listened to this podcast today. And I hope you have a great day. And just be kind to each other. Have a good one. Until next time.